I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome once more to Country Roads Confidential. I'm your host, Chris Anderson, publisher of earsports.com, the West Virginia site on the 247sports.com network. It's Oklahoma State Week. West Virginia is coming off their first win in almost two months, defeating number 24, Kansas State. And Neil Brown and company are hoping to keep that momentum going as they return home for Senior Day on Saturday for a noon kickoff against Oklahoma State. Uh, and to better prepare us for that game, I am welcoming Robert Allen, publisher of GoPokes.com, the Oklahoma State site on the network. Robert, how are you? I'm good, Chris. How are you? I am doing just fine. I appreciate you coming on. Um Let's jump right into it. Uh, Oklahoma State, 7-3 and three right now. Uh, kind of comparing where things are right now to your expectations back at the beginning of the season, how does it compare? What, was this what you expected, better, worse? No, probably close record-wise. It just hasn't transpired exactly the way I had it pegged. But, I mean, how often does it really do that anyway? But, I had Oklahoma State beating Texas uh, early, and then I had them. Uh, now I had them slipping up. Uh, this is actually one of the games down the line. I had them possibly slipping up. Was it West Virginia? So, uh, so yeah, it hadn't exactly been the way I thought it would go. But as far as the overall record, uh, it's you know it's it's been you know it's pretty close. In fact. Uh, I said they'd win eight or nine. So if they at least win one more, they'll hit eight. And if they can win both of the last two, they hit nine. So I'm pretty close. Right, well, and yeah, you're you're right about this one being a tough one to decide. I, I was going back looking at the history of the two teams, and uh, obviously Oklahoma State has won. I, I think it's four in a row now, but and two of those was against they were unranked, while West Virginia was ranked in the top ten, and they beat them. And then one of West Virginia's wins over Oklahoma State, the Cowboys were ranked in the top 10, and the Mountaineers were 19.5-point underdogs. So this series is a little bit funky, a little bit crazy. Um, Neil well, Brown said – I'm yeah, sorry? I was going to say it changes. With a new coaching staff, to me, that changes everything. Because if you look at how Oklahoma State – has done against the new coaches in the league. They went to Tech, and, and honestly, they gave the game away. They, they had five turnovers. You, you, you give up five turnovers and don't get any of your own, you're probably going to get beat against almost anybody. But then they played K-State with Chris Kleiman, and I thought K-State was on a roll coming in here, thought that was going to be a tough game, and Oklahoma State really controlled that game throughout. So, this is kind of the rubber match for Mike Gundy against the uh, the new coaches in the league. Well, speaking of new coaches, Neil Brown said today during his press conference that obviously Oklahoma State's on a three-game winning streak, and he felt that this was the best 
football that Oklahoma State has played all year, that they are playing at their highest peak right now. What's your take on it from there in Stillwater? I wouldn't disagree with it, and I'll tell you the reason they're playing at their best. Uh, Look over on the defensive side of the football. Uh, Now, again, uh, we'll get to the offense here in a minute, but on the defensive side of the ball, this is the healthiest they've been all year, including the start of the season. They went up to Oregon State to open the year, and they had had, uh, two linebackers, really, two linebackers that had played and, and were ready. They also had a few injuries in the defensive front, and they were missing the transfer from Colorado, Israel Antwine, who is big enough, strong enough to play tackle and athletic enough to play defensive end. In fact, he's a starter now, but he didn't, he didn't play his first game till the fourth game of the year, and it was really at least that far before they got Devin Harper, who was supposed to be a starter, uh, back at linebacker. So they're, they're as healthy now as they've been on the defensive side, and I think that's what's shown up. On offense, they're not as healthy because they lost Tylen Wallace, who is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the country. But Dylan Stoner's done a good job of kind of making up for that. He's done a good job playing at the, uh, the Z position. And Chuba Hubbard has stayed healthy and, and has been you know consistent throughout. Spencer Sanders has improved. Um, so they're, they're maybe not playing their best offensive ball of the year, but the fact they're, they're the best they've been all year on defense, that's made up for it. Earlier in the year when I was looking at a kind of a halfway point around the league, I saw that Oklahoma State was – they were pretty explosive on offense, uh, getting big plays, moving the ball. But they were – I can't remember if they were leading the league or, or up there in the country. I know Spencer Sanders individually – was near the worst, I guess, in the country in turnovers. Has that gotten better in the last couple of games? Yeah, Spencer Spencer's done a great job of correcting. Yeah, you know, he had he had sloppy ball habits, which a lot of quarterbacks do coming out of high school because they're just not used to guys feeling like they can poke the ball out. Uh even in the pocket, they tend to only have one hand on the ball. He has totally improved his fundamentals. And you know what? Oklahoma State went through this with Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph had fumble problems because he just didn't keep both hands on the ball in the pocket until he was ready to throw, and the ball was insecure at times. It's almost identical, and Spencer took him a couple of weeks, plus you've had a couple of open weeks where you could really work it harder, and he's been perfect the last several games. In fact, Oklahoma State's gone from being, I think at the worst, they may have been minus seven, minus eight in turnover margin after last week in the win over Kansas. They're plus one now on the season. Wow. So they got is, their head above water. Yeah. That, that is quite a turnaround there. Um, you, you mentioned Hubbard. I think everybody, okay, if they don't know him, they should. Uh, leading the nation in rushing on pace for just some ridiculous numbers, record-shattering numbers, I believe, at Oklahoma State. And, um, you know, you guys know your running backs in Stillwater and have for several decades now. So what's what makes him so special? You know what? He, uh, you know, this is going to sound egotistical, but, the, the you know, the minute they started recruiting him, you know, I started looking at tape. And, and again, you're looking at Canadian high school football with, 
12 guys on either side, 110-yard field. He's the only high school running back that's come to OSU with a uh, a 105-yard touchdown run in his repertoire. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the minute I saw him, I'm like, this guy's going to be special. And, I, you know, I started telling people, and, you know, people are like, uh, there's Homer Allen. Yeah, he's fired up about a guy from Canada. Are you kidding me? Well, I think I've collected apologies from all of them now. Uh, what You start with the speed. He was one of the top sprinters in his age group in Canada. In fact, he was on track in their Olympic development program to be, you know, an Olympian. for. And he came down here to Oklahoma State with the idea he would he would participate in both sports. But he's been so good in football and he's wanted to develop so much that he, he kicked the track program to the curb pretty quickly. Uh, he gets in the strength in the weight room with strength coach, uh, you know, uh, with the strength staff and with Rob Glass, who's the head strength coach. Rob Glass was a grad assistant that was the personal strength coach for Barry Sanders. When Barry, you know, Rob was just out of school, had been a baseball player as an athlete, was getting into strength training. And he worked with Barry when Barry was uh, playing at Oklahoma State. So he knows a little bit about getting running backs developed from a strength standpoint. Chuba's 6'1", 207, but plays with the strength of a a 225-pound back. Uh, Very few people get him down on first contact. Very few. Uh, he's really good at breaking tackles. He's a one-cut-and-go guy. He's not a juker. He'll make one cut, put his foot in the ground, and then you better keep up. Um, just a lot of fun to watch. Very explosive as an athlete. Um, and I can't I can't say enough about him. And humble. Uh, is the last guy, literally, is the last guy most days to leave the practice field. Well, before we get to this weekend's game, I, I want to look big picture as I feel like every year for the last decade, Mike Gundy's name has been floated about for some other job. Is this the year we finally don't hear him, uh, you know, linked to another job, whether that's just random media speculation or, or him having issues or not issues, disagreements with uh, the athletic department? Yeah, I don't. I don't think Mike Gundy's going anywhere. His son, uh, his middle son, is a senior quarterback uh, for Stillwater there in the semifinals this weekend or this Friday uh, against Choctaw. Uh, Mike's got a, a actually an operating farm, and he's even bought some more land. Uh, he loves the, the the farming and ranching, uh, so he's got that going. Um, I think his name will come up because I think some people will bring it up. I saw Vegas put him in the odds initially when the Florida State job opened, but uh, Mike Gundy's not. And, and it, to be honest, Mike Gundy was never going anywhere. I mean, he basically used all those opportunities to get the athletic department to make improvements in the program that he felt were needed to be competitive. So he used it as a bargaining chip but I don't think he was ever ever going to leave Stillwater. That's interesting you brought that up because when Dana came to West Virginia and he brought up some of those issues in Morgantown at West Virginia with the facilities and how they compared to the rest of the league, uh, 
there was talk about how Gundy had faced the same issues. Are are the facilities, you know, really are, are they catching back up there in Stillwater? What what was the state of of their situation the past few years? Well, when uh, I mean, when Boone made his contribution, things changed dramatically. But since then, Mike Gundy wanted a uh, he wanted visual uh, displays in the football office, much like what he'd seen at Clemson. Uh, you know, and they now they have those on three or four different walls in the football lobby. I mean, they're they're visual, you know, big, you know. Big screens as far as being on a wall, uh, you know, a series of TVs that can do all kinds of funky stuff, stuff that catches the eyes of recruits. Uh, he wanted a big video board in the stadium. The initially in Boone Pickens, they had four smaller ones in the corner. Um, and you had two, you know, a couple that are big fans of Oklahoma State donors, the Humphreys came through and considering the size of the stadium this has the same impact of say the big board in texas or in oklahoma it's not quite as big but because boone picking stadium is not as big it seems like it's even bigger uh it's a board was used quite often this year to when he's running that direction to the east end zone looks up there and sees where the chasers are and has used it to make some good moves to make sure nobody catches him. Not that I was sure they could anyway, but <laughs> he uses it. Um, so those are two big things. And then just, you know, uh, signage and, and displays in the indoor facility. They've got banners now for every bowl game and every championship uh, in the uh, facility. Before that, nothing on display in there. Mike had seen what they had down in Norman. And said, well, yeah, we got it. You know, I mean, getting recruits now, as much as I hate to admit it, a lot of it is uh, flash and dash. I mean, you got to, you know, you, you got to have bling. You got to show the recruits, you know, fancy stuff. Uh, and now Oklahoma State's got a lot of those in place. And a lot of those happen because Mike used, uh, you know, other other possibilities to – to bargain to get what he wanted. It's a never-ending arms race. Yeah, and I don't think he'll do that anymore. I think he's got, I think he's got the athletic department here fully understanding that you've got to take care of football. If you don't take care of football, everything is going to suffer. Well, let's look, turn our attention to Saturday. Um, I believe Vegas had West Virginia as. A touchdown underdog or, or around somewhere between seven and 10 points, depending on where you were looking. And you said, I think earlier that this might be a game that slips up Oklahoma state, or at least that's what you thought at the beginning of the year. Has your view of this game changed? What are you expecting on Saturday? Yeah, I don't think this crew now is going to let anything slip up on them. Uh, they kind of learned their lessons along the way. The tech game slipped up on them. Uh, that was after they had lost to Texas, but came back and got a win over a ranked K-State team, went on the road, and uh, the, the Tech game was a disappointing game. Um, the other loss they had in conference was to Baylor on homecoming. And I really – I still don't – I'm not convinced Baylor is as good as 9-1 and one even. 
But uh got to give them credit. They got the win over Oklahoma State on homecoming, which doesn't happen to the Cowboys very often. They Homecoming around here is a pretty special event. But uh, since, they, since that game, these guys, and it's a young team, you returned zero starts. Not starters. You returned zero starts on the defensive line. Um, didn't have many at linebacker. Uh, you had two veteran corners, but safeties are all sophomores. So it's a young team. And then Spencer Sanders being a redshirt freshman starting quarterback. Uh, you've got a redshirt freshman starting on the offensive line. Uh, still a very, very young team. And I think it took them that long to kind of understand you got to bring it every week. The week you decide not to bring it is the week you get beat. And so they've been very consistent. I think it also helped, too, that they they did not have a bye week until the middle of the season. So they were tired. They fall camp in the first half of the season. But now they've had two off weeks in the last half of the season. And I think that's made them a much fresher, and like I said earlier, a much healthier team. Well, Robert, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I think that covers everything for today. Why don't you tell our fans uh, where they can find your stuff? Well, uh, they can go to gopunks.com and part of the 247 network. Uh, they, uh, If they want to hear a radio show from Stillwater, you can get an app, Triple Play Sports Radio. Uh, it's free, but they probably want to hear about the Mountaineers more than they do the Cowboys. <laughs> and then uh, if they want to – Hey, your radio crew, your network is really good, but uh, Dave Hunziker, John Holcomb, I'm on the sidelines, and our radio network's pretty good. So, uh, And every once in a while I'm serious on the Big 12 channel. So, yeah, you can probably find me somewhere if you want to, but you may not want to. <laughs> kind of hard not to find you, Robert. I think uh, you, are, you are everywhere in Stillwater, which is good because you bring great coverage of the Cowboys. So I really appreciate you coming on and enlightening us today. All right. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks. Uh, and for all the West Virginia fans at Earsports.com members, be sure to check out the site all weekend long. We'll have pregame and postgame updates from West Virginia's game against Oklahoma State. That is, again, Earsports.com. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.